welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm your host, Alex Harriman, here with my co-host today, Jerrica Rydell, and we are two of the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thank you for being here with us. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. It's always that like standoff of who, who's going to who say says it I first. first. Um, yeah. It's funny because like it, in sales, they say the first person to talk loses. And so you, you get used to like that awkward silence. What? I've never heard that before. It's probably why I'm not on your sales team. <laughs> um, what's going on in your world? I, if you can see that, I'm recently engaged. Oh, congrats, Jared. Look at this. Thanks. Awesome. I know I didn't tell I didn't tell him before this guy said you're listening. Um, <laughs> it just happened. So it's That's very so new. exciting. Um yeah, are you gonna yeah, tell us awesome. are you gonna tell us the story or is it uh is it only for private? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um we went back we went on a hike, which was something we do very, very often. And I was with the dog and I turned around and he was on one knee. That's and it was great. Yeah, That's back so to one of our exciting. favorite like or- original hiking spots, I guess. That was cute. Yeah. That's really exciting. Um, Super surprised. I blacked out. I don't remember a single thing. Um, Then on the way back, I was like, can you please say that again? Because I don't remember anything. It's funny how that happens when you're like, running high, you're just thinking of everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's cool. Yeah. Um, Crazy year. Big year. Do you you have any wedding plans or are you just going to like Oh, God, no. No. That's Yeah it'll be a while yeah we'll let the the baby come and adjust to life and get back into shape for me and yeah it will be a little ways away sweet that's that's really exciting congrats cool thank you thank you what's uh what's our topic today how to how to wedding yeah I would love some help on that one. No, <laughs> you want to plan it for me? Um, no, I want to talk about challenges, um, like fitness challenges, pros and cons. I don't know. We can take it a bunch of different directions. I didn't really write many notes, but um, we don't even have to dive into you know things we've done with our own company. But we can just talk about general thoughts on. I guess I don't know how else to call them as challenges. You know, like eight week challenge. People do all these different types of. Some are really intense, some are not so intense, and I think that can be a good kind of topic of conversation, but um, yeah, I'd love to just t- touch on them. Cool. So for anybody listening to this one, um, go go back if you haven't. Kelly and I just, just recorded one on 75 hard specifically, Right. and that's like, that's one of these types of challenges. And that's, that's one of the more intense. You're going to hear... <laughs> You're going to, anytime any two of us do a podcast together, you're going to hear different opinions and insights too. So I think you'll find it interesting to hear it it from, from both sides of this. So I'm excited to do this. Um, Okay, cool. Where do you want to start? Um, I'd like to start on the pros of them. And I, I know I'm grouping them into, there's so many types and I mean, fitness and nutrition and I mean, combined, there's so many types, but 
I don't even think we have to necessarily pinpoint, but I just think that there's some couple, quite a few pros to doing one and why we think they're beneficial. Okay, I want to preface that and just be, just say like not all challenges are equal. There's some really yes. sh- there's some really there are. things out there, and um, I think we can kind of make some notes on how to maybe know if it's for you or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So the pros of a challenge, <laughs> um, for me, I like people taking advantage of motivation, and we we just talked about motivation right. recently, and and I think. I think if you're motivated, you should take advantage of motivation. Um, there's there's tons of different side notes here. Like you you have to build in sustainability and a, an exit plan from the challenge and that kind of thing. But um, just just purely from a pro standpoint, I think if you if you're motivated, take advantage of that motivation. Yeah, that's the first point that I had too, because you know, and it can be something that can just get you, even if you're not highly motivated and you think yeah, at this point, but this challenge might get you out of that slump, then roll with it. And then we can see, hopefully you're doing it with a coach or with someone, then you can see what the next steps will be, but it could be something that can get you out of um, a low point or, you know, a low motivation time. So whether you're highly motivated or even low, it could be the right fit. It's, there's going to be a lot of, we don't have to keep saying side note, you know, some are, some aren't, but um, it could well, be the right fit for you at that time. So there's, to me, there's two kinds of challenges. There's, there's a sustainable challenge or there's an unsustainable challenge. And well, neither, yeah, like that. neither are right or wrong. Um, we, we will often do a 10 day challenge with breaking 90 fitness. That's sustainable. Like it's not going to turn your world upside down. You could implement it with whatever you're doing. And you'll be able to take some habits, tips and tricks and walk away from it without your whole life changing. That's, that's what I consider a sustainable challenge where you can walk in and out without it being like a huge drastic change to what you're doing. Um, Unsustainable is like, there's going to be some strict guidelines and it's, it's going to require some hard work, some prep, and it's going to change your life a bit. Um, And then on the flip side, you're it's not something that you're like, yeah, I could do this for the rest of my life. For sure. I could do this for the rest of my life. So those, those to me, if we just categorize them broadly would be how every challenge fits. Agreed. Love it. Yes, definitely. And that's actually a really cool way to put it. And then I would further look at the not sustainable heading broken down into not sustainable but has a nice exit plan and teaches me how to return back to life Yeah, and not sustainable has no exit plan. And I just am so confused when this challenge is over. So I think that's kind of where the, the, I guess the con could roll in because if you don't know where you're heading after this challenge ends and it was so unrealistic and unsustainable. And now you you think, maybe you were told, or you think that this is how your life should be. And, and it's not realistic, then this is where the challenge may not have been for you. Um, but if there's some type of exit plan and, you know, you, you went in there knowing this is going to be hard, I'm going to have to make some sacrifices, but I know that I will find, I will learn how to morph back into reality. Um, then, Hey, that's kind of cool. And that's, so that's like our six week challenge. Our six week challenge is really right. freaking hard. And we ask people to turn their world upside down in the beginning. And then each week we progress them back to a sustainable plan that they could stick to for the exactly. rest of their life. 
um, by the end of the six weeks, it's not really that hard. It's like, this is how you're going to go forward from here. Um, and I think that's, that's well-designed so that people can handle it. But the examples that come to mind automatically are just like, how many people did you see doing keto a couple of years ago? How many people did you see doing extreme intermittent fastings a couple of years ago? Um, but that we don't really see as much now, like those are the unsustainable ones that most people, if they went into it initially, wouldn't have been able to say, yeah, I, I see myself doing this the rest of my life. Like exactly. most people aren't eating cauliflower pizza for the rest of their life. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a long time to prep too. Oh my God. <laughs> and so is that kind of time. If you if you have an exit plan and you can you can ease back into something sustainable, then those kinds of things can work. But most people don't do that. Most people are like, I'm going to kick ass at this challenge for the next 28 days, 30 days, 60 days, 75 days. And then uh, the end of it comes along, the 75th day comes along and they implode because they're just like, oh, now I can go off the rails. I did it. I made it. And yes. I don't have an exit plan. And I think that this topic too ties a lot back to another topic we recorded on motivation because if you don't really know what motivates you or how you're motivated, then choosing a challenge or choosing to do one of these challenges could A, be a waste of your money and a waste of your time, right? If if there's a challenge that you sign up for some random thing on online and you don't know who you don't have it, like someone checking in with you, but you know, you're someone who needs accountability. Um, there's no, maybe you need extrinsic motivation. So maybe you need to know there's a prize at the end that you're trying to strive for. Like you need to figure out kind of what motivates you for these sort of things when you're looking at, is this right for you? Because a lot of the times some people sign up for challenges and then they ghost because, you know, maybe it wasn't the right fit for them. Um, so, I mean, that's just kind of a side note on, are these for you? And, you know, there's a lot of questions you have to ask yourself. Is it I, the right season of your life? <laughs> I could almost guarantee also that like, what if we go back to 75 hard, like what, what do you think somebody could lose weight wise? If we just talk about weight loss and a 75 day challenge, if they just went all out hundred percent, gave it their all, like, I don't know, 25, 25, 30 pounds, maybe. Two and a half months. Person. Um, yeah because some people I've seen yeah some really extreme numbers for sure totally totally it depends on the size you are going into it and everything too. Yes. obviously Jerick yes. is not losing 30 pounds in that amount of time but um if it's like if, if you have it to lose and so I can almost guarantee that same person in 75 days if they learned how to lose 10 pounds would take more away from that challenge because they're going to have to do it in a slower manner and implement it into normal life because we we as humans work well with restriction and so when we're like 75 hard as an example again doesn't need to be that one but um it could be keto or any of them you have hard set rules you you can't drink alcohol you have to stick to your diet there's no cheat days you have to work out twice a day and it's like okay i know my rules and and i'm off and I can do that because I know there's an end line. And the problem is you stick to it, stick to it, stick to it. The end comes and you didn't learn how to what normal life could look like with some of this stuff. 
it becomes overwhelming and possible. And you're like, screw that. I can't live like that anymore. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, if that same person took 75 days to learn how to lose 10 pounds, they would be forced to fit those actions into nights out, social events, um, normal life stressors, not working out every single day. They need to learn how to navigate all that in between that doesn't come with really hard set rules. I guarantee that person learns more in 75 days. Yeah, that's why I have a really hard time with really um, non-sustainable challenges if there's no exit plan because like you have to ask yourself, what will I get from this? Okay, well, maybe I will get discipline more instilled into my life if I stuck to the rules, but who's telling me I have to stick to the rules? Like, it's just me. There's no accountability. There's no, you know, so it's just, I I always think go back to that question. Like, what am I going to get from this? Well, am I going to learn? Like you said, in 75 days or whatever number, will I learn how to lose 10 pounds? Because if that's the case, then awesome. Then you'll learn actually what's happening in your body. Um, what's realistic, I, how I can incorporate these family events into my life versus am I just learning how to be super disciplined for 75 days and then it's over. Like I just, it's the grand scheme of things for me that I struggle with um, for a lot of these. Yep. I agree with everything you're saying. Um, so, so overall though, I think, I think challenges can be useful for people. Like I'm not, I'm not telling you guys don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just ask yourself at the beginning, is this a sustainable challenge? Meaning that can, could I do this for the rest of my life? Or is this an unsustainable challenge? Meaning I know I can't do it for the rest of my life. Meaning, meaning I will create an exit plan. Or, or it should all, it should already have an exit plan, ideally, because if it doesn't, I can almost guarantee you fall off at the end. Right. And is this the right time in my life to do this? Right. Some of us are like, you know, they said, we sign up for a challenge. I've seen it. We've seen it. And it's like, oh, I've got this event, this event, this event. How can I make all these work? But I still really want to do this challenge. It's like, well, either you're going to make sacrifice or you know you need to learn how to so it's just figuring out is it the right time even like even on a bigger scale most of what we do is kind of a challenge right like most people join breaking 90 fitness in a 90 day term um that's not to say everybody does but most people join breaking 90 fitness on a 90 day term you're signing up for that with like 90 day challenge mentality I'm going to do all, give it my all over the next 90 days. And then at the end of this 90 days, I'll be done. And so that's, that's not really that much different than a challenge. It's just that we've made it really freaking sustainable so that you can implement it into your normal life. And you should come out of it with your head in a really good place. Um, What I have noticed is that most people will sign up for our program when they have, when they have like, an easy 90 days ahead of them like and and I don't want to say easy because everybody's got their own unique challenges but um people like I've got a vacation or I've got a a wedding or I've got a big social event coming up so I should wait till after that that is what we want you to learn how to navigate I would rather you do this through the hardest 90 days of your life so that you come out of it and the the rest of the year smooth sailing Mm -hmm. so true And this conversation too made me think of not just like big, you know, 10, 
10 day, two weeks, six week, 90 day, whatever challenges. Like I, I do a lot of those listening, a lot of the programming for our clients. And sometimes I give them little mini challenges when motivation, like we talked about motivation is low. So, and this is kind of where it sparked this conversation is I've been, you know, low motivation to do the workouts. You know, I don't want to put my clothes on. They don't want to roll the yoga mat out and get the weights out and do the workout at home. There's just no motivation for that. I'm like, okay, well today from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, I want you to get in 50 squats, 20 push-ups, and two minutes of accumulated plank. Like I just give throw out some like three little mini challenges today. I don't care when you do it, how you break it up, whatever. And it's just to get them back into that mindset of just like, okay, I can chip away. I can do it when it's sustainable, when it's realistic for me today. I don't have to feel pressured. I can wear my pajamas, you know? So it's just to change the mentality where the challenges don't always have to be these like big elaborate plans. It could just be something that you're going to challenge yourself with today or this week. And um, I love little mini things like that, just to kind of get people out of weird head spaces that, you know, stress or low motivation. And they really seem to work and they really seem to help people, um, especially when it seems so manageable in their day. Yeah, I would agree with all of that. Um, something that I just thought of that I think is worth mentioning is that I think a lot of the times that we think we need a challenge is because we feel like we need a jump start. And a lot of the times we feel like we need a jump start because we're falling into the all or nothing thinking. Right. And, and so we, we start to be like, shit, I've fallen off track. I know where I was at when I was kicking ass and I'm not there right now. I need a jump start to get back to there. But if we really break it down into manageable steps, which is what we're trying to do with the challenge when we build you guys a challenge, if we break it down into manageable steps, like, okay, let's start by slowly increasing our fruits, vegetables, water, and protein. Let's start by slowly increasing our exercise until we get to where we're happy, where we want to be. Um, most of us might not even need a jump start to get there. So it, we talk about all or nothing all the time, and it often circles back to all or nothing. But um, if if that's you, the challenge might not be the right answer for you, or a well-built challenge could absolutely be the answer for you. Um, but I think I think where challenges can be good for anybody is even for the people that are kicking ass. You're kicking ass. You're motivated. Your your things are going well, and you're just looking for a little bit of extra excitement along the journey too, right? It doesn't, it doesn't mm-hmm. need to be for that person who's fallen off track and is, is looking for that jump start. Agreed. Yeah, it's a really good point. I think, yeah, that's basically what I want to touch on today. And I think we gave them a lot of, I was hoping to give you guys a lot of questions to ask yourselves when you see these challenges pop up. Um to know if it's the right fit. And I'm not saying, I think there's pros and cons to both. I think it could be great. It might not be the right fit, um, but I'm hoping that you can ask yourself some of these questions to be like, okay, is this, is this right for me? Love it. I love it. I think, I think you should all question everything that you're looking at doing and ask lots of questions and do your, do your proper research because um, there's a ton, ton of different answers and options out there. And they're not all going to be the right fit. And they're certainly not going to be the right fit for you. So don't hesitate to ask those questions along the way. Um, What do you you got for a closing tip, Jeff? I got a challenge. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) I'm going to challenge you guys to pick one movement that you're not very good at. 
So for me, that's a bear crawl. I just hate them, but, and I always despise them. So pick a movement that you don't really love, but you'd love to get better at. Um, you're going to do it twice a week for the next three weeks. And I want you to, one day is how I would do it. One day I would do like my max reps or max time. I can do the movement, whether that's like squats or whatever. And then the next day I would do, you know, give myself a rep goal just to, to rep out throughout the day. Like, okay, I got to target 50 reps today. So just pick a movement. That's just an easy way to get better at one single movement for the course of the next month um, and be really impressed with what you can do on your day one to what you do on, you know, that sixth or eighth time at the end of the month. And you're only doing it twice a week. So just kind of pick something, uh, chip away at it and love to hear if you guys um, challenge yourselves. We have a lot of our clients on these little mini challenges right now. So it's a lot of fun. There are even some apps out there that can help you guys with this. Like I remember when the iPhones first came out, there was like a push-up app that just like, what's your max push-ups right now? And it took that and it just like week after week, just slowly added a couple more reps for you to do. <laughs> cool. And and like, that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's how simple it can be, but it's, it, that, that's a great concept. Yep. Awesome. Great. And then change up that movement over time, right? <laughs> so you're not always in the same movement for the next year, but um, just switch it up as you go. Love it. Love it. If you guys have any questions or you want help setting up those challenges, reach out and have that conversation with us. Um, thanks for being here and listening to this. Hope you guys got some valuable takeaways because I think everybody who's listened to this has done a challenge at one point or another. So you should have an opinion on the matter. Um, wherever you are listening, leave us a comment or a review and uh, let your, let your friends know about this. If, if you think it's helpful for them, because we, we appreciate you guys being here and we appreciate you sharing it with your friends too. Awesome. Thanks guys.